Welcome to the Yes Chef podcast, straight from Reality TV Warriors. My name is Benjamin Powell, and joining me today is a woman who can only win at podcasting because I lose, Heather Nicole Smith. Yes, that's right. You always lose, I always win. That's the way it goes, well, according to the blue team, anyway. Uh, hospitality sexism. Anyway, I just thought I had some. I thought I just had my own corrections from last week. Uh, I will not, in fact, be committing seppuku or harakiri. Michael was a Michael is a big fat liar. And you didn't get killed by various animals in Australia. That's good. No, they can't kill me. We've, we've built up an immunity to them. We're not going back to immunity. <laughs> Shit. Anyway. Wrong show. <laughs> wrong show, wrong thing. Anyway, uh, last week on Hell's Kitchen, the red team picked on Vanessa. The chefs were tested under extreme conditions, including strippers and a bashing band and sumo wrestling. Uh, the men were distracted by boobs, and the women won the dumpling challenge. Woo. Strippers Dumplings. Are. <laughs> strippers are the ultimate extreme um, yes. Distraction. Yep. And during service, the blue team overcame Joe's stumble on appetizers, and their successful communication resulted in a successful service. But in the women's team, they weren't so lucky when Shokina and Mises fish station went under, and Ariel took Mises uncooked snapper to the pass, which I'm assuming will start a season-long rivalry or something. Either way, the women lost, sending Shokina, Mises, and Ariel into the bottom three, and Shokina's fish got her eliminated. Womp womp. Anyway, the, like from the, from the word go, the thing that takes up the airtime is Mies versus Ariel hmm. because Ariel's all um, Mies is all Ariel's been dish, dish from day one, and then Ariel's like, in one of my bizarrely favorite quotes is uh, saying that Mies should be a telemarketer because she likes to talk about things that are irrelevant. Oh my goodness! Yes, I wrote that down too. I'm like telemarketers. That's wow. It's just so blunt, and it's like um, you are irrelevant. That's yeah. just like. You can't, you, you know, can't, you know, walk around that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. After, and then after that, uh, we get an extended scene of Ashley and Jared flirting. <laughs> we talk of boob jobs, leg massages, and everyone else just sort of like sitting around awkwardly. <laughs> just like high school. Well, those well, boob jobs. Well, there's the rich, there's the rich kids. Oh, here we don't have rich kids. Oh yeah, Oklahoma. <laughs> We did in Broken Arrow, though. Don't get me wrong. Just not my <laughs> part of the rivets. Mm. Um, I'm not exactly sure. You know, with a lot of reality television, it's, it's hard to tell how much of a scene is, like, editing and how much is real. But, like, yeah. um, a lot of the scene did seem like editing. Like, the, you know, just everyone else was sort of standing around awkwardly. I'm mean, guessing, like, one of the, one of the, what the hell is, what the hell is Jared doing was real, but everything else just seemed a bit overdrawn. Probably, who knows? Because, like, you know, as someone, who, as someone who's worked in hospitality for uh, on and off for the past few years, I have seen what well, I've seen more confusing things than someone giving someone else a foot massage, isn't it? A leg massage, a calf massage, whatever. It's, it's a massage on the in the foot in the footing area. Yeah, it's the footing area which contains the entire leg. That, that old thing. Anyway, uh, the challenge. Oh, where wait. I will have to point out a quite humorous quote that Jared said, something about uh, chef's vices and stuff, and how he flirts, well, some smoke, and this is what I wrote down. Some chefs choose drugs, and I'm like, have they casted these people? Uh Uh-huh, more than likely. Anyway, the challenge. Uh, We don't get a shot of them being woken up at, like, 4 a.m. because I feel robbed. I feel feel very robbed, too, because that was, like, one of my favorite things from last season. I was looking that I was I was looking forward to that because I was like this happened in season 10 and Christina's probably like oh yes I finally get to be on this side of the fiery line and <laughs> I, I they had motorcycles one year 
That was awesome. It was. And rappers. And dogs. I think dogs. Oh, they take all types of Hell's Kitchen. Anyway, Gordon speaks to them in French, after which he explains uh, how he had to learn cooking in Paris. I'm assuming at uh, Cordon Bleu or whatever it was called. I don't. I haven't been to France in a while, so I don't know. I'm not up to date with all the French things. But either way, it bolstered his communication skills, yet they all speak the same language and suck, basically. That's what he's saying. So... They have to wear chef jackets with recipes on the back, and the only way to successfully execute recipe is with communication with their fellow chefs, and the teams with the best execution of their recipe wins. Okay, I love this challenge with the jackets. I thought that was so cool. It's it's, it's very creative. It's very yeah. like um. They haven't done they haven't done anything like the chef jackets before on the wording on the back. They haven't done that. It's very much like a uh, sort of it's very much sort of like a party game where you, um, everyone gets a different celebrity on their back and they have to like ask questions as to who it might be. Well, yeah, I've been to like parties like that, but they put it on top of your head instead of mm. like a card or something on top of your head and you have to try and guess what it is on your head. Of course, you can't exactly do that in the That would be that, that would be kind of chaotic. So the chef that probably a fire hazard Maybe oh. a fire hazard. Um, you know, just like, you know, lean down and get something off the floor and whoop, your head's on fire. Well, if you try hard enough, almost anything could be a fire hazard, but... True. Either way, uh, the notable bits of the challenge is uh, Frank decides to spice up the recipe with uh, liquid smoke. I think that's Tabasco sauce or Worcestershire sauce. I don't know. Uh-huh. Either way, it's, he calls it liquid smoke and uh, he does it so it won't be boring. I, I don't... Yeah, it's like... When I was watching this, I was, like, thinking, I don't think this is the point of the challenge. No, not really. It's not. It's just make the stuff on your back. Mm. And get and, tell you what, get and tell you what the stuff on your back is. Not, and not screw it up. All right. And uh, the biggest question is, what the hell is a Spanakapita? Because I, I, Spanakapita? I don't know. Kristen doesn't know either, so we're in good company. Let's taste and, it. Uh, well, when it's it made right. It, it did when made by a song. Yeah. Not like one triangle. And uh, in one of my surprising char- in one of my sp- surprising character morphs, I um, we got taquitos. I know that. <laughs> yeah, Eddie's uh, Eddie? he started out he started out looking like a tool. That was he was the taquito guy. He started out looking like a bit of a tool, but he's all right now. Like he has very good reactions to things. Like um, right. his rea- his um his reaction confessional to um Gordon Ramsay speaking French was uh <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh? Yeah. It's like, it's the faces he makes. It's hard to convey over podcasts without, like, going on, without, like, making this a video podcast and, you know. You know. Anyway, uh, Manda confuses her recipe for a burrito when it's actually, when it actually is a taquito. And uh, Mace accidentally screws up Kristen's dish by not mentioning that uh, apparently they need to stru- uh, cut the dough into strips. Mm-hmm. Which is relevant. Which would be relevant if I knew if I had any idea what a spanakapita was. Anyway, they, as you know, reality television rules dictate, they all get their recipes in at the last second. And uh, it, first up is Kristen versus Hassan with the spanakapitas, and uh, Kristen's is terrible. Yeah, like to the point that Ramsey is sort of speechless. Yeah. Very speechless. I think Meese is making a lot of friends on this red team. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. There must be something about her that like. Isn't besides besides her actual actions, there must be something about her just that's just very like I don't know feckless when watch when you know interacting with her in real life that makes it so people don't really warm to her or forgive her mistakes that well because because she's like a she's like the punching bag so far. There are some people that kind of exclude that kind of aura, I guess. I sound mm. like a nerd. 
But Either way, uh, Hassan wins by default. Yes. And uh, speaking of winning by default, Frank and Ashley is next with their cheeseburger sliders. Mm. And uh, Ashley's are all right, but Frank is chided for uh, adding a variation to the recipe with his liquid smoke, whatever that is. And Ashley wins. But according to Frank, she only won because he lost. Yes. Never, never mind that happened the exact round before. She only won because I lost. I, I I just have I just love that quote so much because it's true. She only won because I lost. It is true. It's kind of a dumb statement. It's like saying, "Oh, I only got I only I only got a cold because I stood out in the rain. It's not my fault. Or oh, I only broke my leg because I fell off a roof." <laughs> That's exactly. I'm just like, what is this quote? It's it's been like in my head since then because I, apparently I need help. But yeah, it's it's just bizarre in how wow. F- and how much he wants to blame nobody but nobody but anyone else but himself. Is this marine logic? Uh, maybe. Probably. I mean, the last like army, the last army related person, the last services related person I saw on the show was um, Joseph from season six, and that didn't end well. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, there there are some good service people who have been in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, Black Gordon Ramsay is one, though. <laughs> I remember that. Um, it's either way, uh, it's Amanda versus Eddie next with their taquitos. And Ma- Amanda's was seasoned beautifully, but unfortunately she thought she was making a burrito. And um, Eddie wins by default again. I'm noticing a pattern. Yeah, Eddie only won because Amanda lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I actually did notice a difference between uh, Kristen's mistake and Amanda's mistake, at least in how it was portrayed. Yeah. Like hers was like given an extended minute of like, what? What the hell is this? What the hell did you do to this, Kristen? God, we're such a stupid chef. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Manda's just sort of like, aww, she made a mistake. It's kind of telling that we're supposed to like Manda. It's working. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, there's no there's not, no such thing as a character on reality television you like in spite of the edit, really. Mm-hmm. Unless you, like, know them in real life. So we can only really go off the edit. And Manda's, Manda's good so far. She's adorable. She's good, she's good people. <laughs> well, she's good chef. Well, she's good Hell's Kitchen chef. Shows aren't people? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, give it a 50 years. Uh, moving on from that robophobia, uh, we have Meese versus Alan with fish sandwiches. Both look great. Alan's needed more colour, so Meese wins. And, according, and you know, according to Frank, Meese only won because Alan lost. <laughs> Sorry, that's just so funny. I'm going to keep bringing that up. <laughs> oh, um, my. Uh, next up is Vanessa versus Kevin in the Battle of the Permafrosted. And, uh... They have to call it cheesesteaks, and uh, Vanessa's apparently allergic to spices because it's very, very bland, and so Kevin wins because Vanessa loses. Yep, pretty much. Uh, pretty much. The only thing I'll be winning tonight, unfortunately. So, uh, next up is Ariel versus Jared, who have spaghetti carbonara, and they're both good and both get points, and both of them win because nobody lost. I'm going to keep on, on this one. And in the final, in the, in the inevitable final showdown we have uh, Jackie versus Joe with eggplant parmesan mm-hmm. and uh, very different ways of cooking it because uh, Joe's is looks like rabbit food and Jackie's looks like a pizza but eggplant parmesan is something that I've actually cooked before by the way okay I have never had eggplant before it's really good if you make it right I've made parmesan but never not eggplant parmesan so Jackie, so in spite of the different looks, Jackie's one loses because it looks like a pizza and tastes looks like a pizza and tastes terrible and isn't cooked properly. So and Joe's passes with um, exceeds expectations and wins in the challenge. Good. The only chefs that didn't showcase their dishes were uh, 
Chad and Danny, and we have no idea what they cooked. I don't think mm-hmm. it was even mentioned. Oh, oh well. Team. So either way, the men win a, a day at the beachfront Bacara Resort in Santa Barbara, where they'll learn mixology and get foot massages. So many massages. Mm. We're going to have to gut, scale, and break down a delivery of fresh sea bass for tomorrow night's dinner service, which will be served tableside. And uh, Kristen and- hypes... Kristen harps on Meese about screwing up her recipe, and Meese is like, you know, oh, you mad? <laughs> Pretty much. I wonder why people don't like her. And I'm noticing a pattern here. Careful, Meese. She was on house arrest. You don't know what she did. <laughs> anyway, less murder talk, um, or murder implication talk. Reward. Apparently, uh, half the men haven't seen the Pacific Ocean before. Like, Eddie hadn't, Chad hadn't. Okay, a quarter of the men hadn't seen the Pacific Ocean before. Well, you have to admit, the U.S. is pretty big. I've never seen the Pacific Ocean before. Oh, yeah. I've seen the Gulf of Mexico. I'm sure. I haven't seen the Indian Ocean. I live on the east coast of Australia, so I have regularly seen the Pacific Ocean. You see the other side of the Pacific Ocean. Oh, yeah. I see the one where... I see the... I see the ones with all the sharks, and you get the... uh, Things that'll eat yeah. you. They, they, they know it's Australia. They're like, there's like probably signs underwater. This is Australia. Stay here. Never leave. Do that with the poisonous snakes too. Oh yeah, they just crawl out of the ground on the way on the way up. There's the signs in as well. You know, Jeez. just like breaking forth from the, the gates of hell. Like most most of Australia's animals. No wonder. Mm. <laughs> so more reward news. Uh, Jared's foot massage is basically played out into a very another awkward scene where he goes all when Harry met Sally on them. And I'm not gonna and. Is that what they're calling it now? You know, the loud, um, loud, intrusive public um, cries of delight. I'm not doing an impression because I'm... No. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Anyways. Um, then, uh, anyways, let's talk on that. Less, less of awkward that. Less of awkward that. Mixology class, which starts with a cucumber who sounds like Charo, and she pronounces cucumbers... Cucumbres. Our mixologist is adorable mm. too. Yeah, she's like a tall, she's like a taller, skinnier Charo, and uh, that reference probably means absolutely. that reference probably means absolutely nothing to a lot of people. So either way, the men just ogle at her for an extended period of time, and then they have a drink. That Straight men. Anyway, back in the kitchen, the punishment is going on forever, but man doesn't mind because apparently she likes fish guts. I'll rip anyone's guts out <laughs> if they let me. <laughs> Well, anyone's guts is good, too. It's like, you know, it includes oh, it's a vegan yeah. option. I, gutting humans. There's a, there's a job okay. for that somewhere. It'd be a little hard enough on Craigslist. <laughs> so the punishment meal is fish head soup. I've never had fish head soup. You sounded way too happy when she was all like, here, have some Christina? soup. Yes. Uh, Christina? I guess she's a professional chef and all, but like, um, there must be a little bit of glee in being like, um, oh, would you look at that? These contestants lost the challenge. I get to inflict the same pain on them that Andy inflicted on me. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, it's very much like a um, high, high improv of being the badass bitch. <laughs> yep. And uh, Kristen, Meese, and Ashley all apparently hate the fish head soup, but everyone else likes it. Especially Jackie. Oh yeah, it's hard to tell. It's hard oh, to tell goodness. Jackie because like you know. Was she just screwing with them? It looks like it. it's like her general thing seems to be like she's stirring stuff up just for the sake of it, like being annoying for the sake of it, um, swearing people for the sake of it, just being a, like for the purpose of being a sort of big character, I guess. Yeah. The thing is, is that Randy's not looking for a big character he's looking for someone else but at least when she's around um shenanigans are to follow her shenanigans haven't been that interesting so far to me like the Mm -hmm. the um the smack talking professionals was fine but like being and being purposely annoying in in like service and prep is just sort of like eh, try try harder gold Gold star you You tried. tried 
At least you tried. Silver Star. I don't even th- Silver Star, I don't, I don't even think you tried at all. Anyway, dinner prep. Uh, Jared tries being a leader again and snipes at Frank for the recipe thing and her son makes son of the confessional, so good times. Good times all around. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that has to be like the first uh, confessional her son's had? Maybe. Really, I haven't... I, I don't think even count. I'm not that obsessive. I think the only person, I think the only like people that I know of their first confessionals was I think Ashley's first confessional, which is only because it was the obligatory. Oh my gosh, Christina one, or she could have had one before mm. then, but and then Mises because she was drooling over the strippers, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, something like that. So apparently, Buzz Aldrin is the second man on the moon because second comes right after first. <laughs> Mises has no idea yeah, who that is. Apparently, is- yeah. Apparently, she thinks he's Buzz Lightyear. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What I think Buzz Lightyear is named after him. That makes sense. That would make sense. Might need to look that up. But who needs the source? Um, we're not we're not university. So. We don't need the source. We ain't no damn Wikipedia. <laughs> so because the men won the challenge, they get to cook for him, which is good job okay. for them. Good job, good job, guys. So then service mm-hmm. starts. Hell's Kitchen opens, and uh, thanks a lot, Michael. Apparently, you have to go through the uh, who's on what because apparently, uh, yeah. Table side is Ashley and Alan. They're serving the they're serving the sea bass that was cooked yesterday. Um, and this is probably the only part where we'll ever see them in this service. Uh, Apps with Apps has uh, Danny and Ariel and Jared and Kevin. Uh, Garnishes has Manda and Frank. Uh, Fish has Vanessa and Jackie and. Uh, Chad and Eddie, while uh, Meat has Meese and Hassan, and Dessert has Kristen and Joe. And so starts Hell's Kitchen. Now the men, their service basically starts off not that well, because Hassan goes from all the way from, uh, Hassan goes all the way from Meat to cook Jared's first risotto for him, after which risotto, after which Jared takes credit for it. From what I saw on that, though, it was like Jared is just, just trying to have Hassan taste it, but that could be it, too. Um, either way, I don't think Jared's getting a good edits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's making me very much doubt his uh, black jacket chances. Probably. Mm. I don't know. There's usually someone like yeah. that on there. I mean... Speaking, speaking of someone who's like that on there, I'm... we have... Uh, don't push me, relax! From Frank to Eddie. Because, uh, you know, he's pretty he's, he's pretty much Rodney, isn't he? Rodney, yeah. Lo- Rodney Laveau know. Jr. from World Apart. In his... Wrong show! Yes, I know. Sydney. I know, Survivor. Oh my goodness. What Survivor? We're allowed to make analogies. That's what, you know... I don't know what that show is. Unless we're making Chen references. Anyways, um, I guess Rodney was kind of, in his own way, just basically someone who you can make fun of all day long. Well, I you don't... can pretty much make fun... You can pretty much think, mm. make fun of a lot of Frank, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only, the only difference I mean, between, you know, Frank and Rodney is that, you know, Frank probably has a sense of discipline and probably doesn't think all women are... Uh, you know the H word, or the the W word. So you know swings and roundabouts, swings and roundabouts. Oh oh oh! You just got okay. that. That took me yeah. a second. Like. H word? Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was yeah, that was me. So Kevin ends up making a terrible vegetarian risotto. I like Gordon Ramsay's like comments here. Yeah, you know, just because they're vegetarian, they don't deserve this. Yeah. Raw. Raw. And raw. Right. And uh, Jared basically cooks it for him because apparently he's he's learned much from Hassan. Yeah. Why not? Why not? And uh, then when they're cooking for Buzz Aldrin, Kevin almost accidentally overcooks already cooked Wellingtons while Hassan was focusing on fish <laughs> for Buzz Aldrin. So like. That. And everyone just. No, 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 That was beautiful. Uh, I mean, you can pretty much tell they're cooked, can't you? Like, I saw them, like, I saw them I, making the Wellingtons, and wasn't the dough, like, not cooked colored? 
who knows? Well, a lot of stress goes into Hell's Kitchen, yeah. so it's a, you're probably lucky you're not accidentally like catching the kitchen on fire mm, constantly. Fresh environment, I understand, but still. Yeah. So after they send up stuff for Buzz Aldrin, they pick up speed and finish service, which is good for them. Unfortunately, things aren't so smooth on the other team because it start, they start off with Vanessa not being out of remember in order. Oh my goodness. The order. Because she's like a, perm- <laughs> she's like a permanently fostered human being. Yeah. I don't think she would, yeah, she wasn't really yeah. adapting. She did her best. Like, she did like, she did yeah. a few things but not enough. To, not enough. Either way, uh, in lighter news or more positive, slightly less negative news, Danny starts to step up as leader and the suggestion from Ramsey but Vanessa ends up screwing up by forgetting a lobster tail for the risotto which basically comes down on Danny for as well as Vanessa so you know once again swings and roundabouts they eventually they eventually finish the appetizers and move into entrees where Kristen screws up orders as well and uh, in uh, I love this part Ramsey has a written on her back by Christina (laughs) I just love that part because gosh I love it when the when the sous chefs just basically start yelling at contestants and this is only the third episode, and they already have Christina pissed off. Yeah, she was very pissed off this episode. She was pissed off later as well. That was her. That was her angry voice that I always. That was like her angry moment. That was her angry moment. I call it her angry voice because throughout season ten, she only uses that voice like twice towards Robin, and any time she yells like over orders and stuff, she has a different tone. That's her angry voice. She was not happy. <laughs> but Mando on garnishes end up screwing up with the timing and uh, not being able to send them out fast enough, which ends up causing. Mace to, uh... Wait, it was... Yeah, it was Mace who sent out the meat, right? Yes, Mace was on meat. Oh, wait, okay, Mace so Mace sends it up. Mace starts making good meat and good fish as well. But because Mendes screwed up the timing, you know, Mace ends up having to throw out... Or at least thinking she has to throw out Wellingtons. Yeah, perfectly cooked grilling. And, uh, find out later. And, uh... That was just... Oh, wow. And that, get, that gets back to Ramsey, and uh, he's like, it almost basically turns into a the season six premiere moment, you know, of the, like, uh, look, 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 <laughs> look. <laughs> oh, I didn't even, I, that episode, I didn't even think Ramsey's voice could go that high, like, twice. Like, yeah, with the spaghetti the, and then the lamb. Look, I can't even do look, that high. Look. I, I, sh- I share a wall with someone, so I can't exactly. Well, yeah, you, can just get clo- you can just go close so. to the mic and, and uh, start saying, look, well, we've already done that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Jackie ser- Jackie ends up serving cold raw Arctic trial not once but twice, and uh, you know that's not what Arctic means. <laughs> and uh, Arctic char raw cold twice, and they end up getting the great entire red kitchen get kicked out. So the men have to come in yep. and finish it for them. Wow. Yep. And uh, and because they obviously lose, Christina comes in with her angry voice and has to yell at them to get down to Chef Ramsey, where he tells them two of them will be up for an elimination and have to choose them. You know, if you send angry Christina, she'll get the job done. <laughs> like winning a season or finishing a reward or, you know. She won a damn season. She knows what she's yeah. doing. I don't, I don't think there has been a chef who won a season that didn't know what they're doing. No. You paused very long at that. <laughs> No. Yeah. No. And either way, they are uh, half the team's names are tossed up because like Mace is put up, and Manda's put up, and Jackie's put up, and Vanessa's put up, and uh, all the all of them are throwing blame at each other because you know that's just that's what, they, what do. they do. Because the yeah, the only ones safe right now are Ashley, Danny, um, Ashley, Danny, Kristen for some reason, and uh, the other one. Oh, the other uh, one. Uh, 
Ariel, that that was her name. Who's Ariel. about who's about to become you know. very relevant because of you know the elimination ceremony. Er, so yeah, Danny, yeah. Ariel, Danny, Ariel, Ashley, and Kristen are all are all basically safe. But like you know, Meese, Manda, Jackie, and Vanessa are all like throwing the blame at each other, and you know, they're the ones up for contenders from elimination. And once they eventually get down there, Ariel has to read them out to the Chef Ramsay, and they end up being Meese, which I'm sure she enjoyed, and Vanessa, which is a yeah. curveball from what the actual team. Chose they chose. Red Amanda. team goes rogue because uh, you know they were supposed to choose Amanda, but for some reason uh, Ariel save Ariel saves her and puts Vanessa up instead. You know, uh, ever since I think Ramsey has done away with the best of worst thing, it's instead on a team effort. It's kind of a thing that he I guess randomly chose Ariel to or Ariel to uh, read out nominations. I mean, that's basically a one in eight chance that that was going to happen. Because mm. he does pick up, he does pick people that are like, second team nomination is me, chef. It's yeah. happened before. I I'm, I do wonder why they got rid of the best of the worst and best of the best ones, because it did like, I know it's like, so, I know people don't watch Hell's Kitchen for the strategy, but it did add a certain a certain <laughs> little, level of strategy to it. Like It was a thing to like choose the leaders to pick the element. Um, Pick the losers, yeah. Yeah, pick the weakest links. And they usually either pick the... It's usually the leaders. I mean, I think uh, Keith from Season 2 still holds, like, a record for, like, four times in a row for best of worst or best or... And I I don't don't remember which female contestant holds, like, a record like that. I know Jen from Season 3 had quite Mm. a bit, like, at least three. Yeah, either way, uh, it's... That's mm. me rambling. Either way, me, either <laughs> way, Mace and Vanessa are put up for elimination. They have to plead their case, and uh, Vanessa apparently has been wanting to work at BLTs forever, even though she probably hadn't even heard of it until that she arrived in Vegas. I don't know if it's a new restaurant. If it That's is a new thing. restaurant, and like, well, I know the. I, I'm pretty sure Bally's is. is like a. I'm pretty sure Bally's is a long-standing building, but like, I bet she's wanted to work for Gordon Ramsay forever. Yeah. To be honest. I think that's what she meant yeah. to say. Because Gordon Ramsay, as we saw from the last episode, is old. Ah, uh, yes. Don't think Ashley's going to win just because she called Ramsay <laughs> old, but, you know. No, just kidding. Yeah. Either way, Vanessa is finally eliminated. And, uh, surprisingly, Ramsay's, like, very nice about it. Like, I've seen, yeah. um, you know, I've seen eliminations where the, the eliminated contestant just sort of, like, tries to do the same thing Vanessa did, where it's like, thank you for the experience, hands over the jacket very nicely, and it's like, Ramsay's still like, oh, fuck off. And, but he was like, he was like, like very yeah. like courteous to her. Yeah. I think it's because in a way she just she has done quite good in a way, but it's just that the stress was getting to her and that she can't I don't know how to explain it, but something tells me that even though Vanessa is kind of flustered and stuff, she is pretty she seems like a very very um she uh, seems she word. seems good at what she knows. And she was good, she was good in stuff oh, she was good in service last week. She but, was um She's very there's a word. It means that you're very, you put off as nice. Sincere? No. Naive? Or, oh, not, not, not naive. It's not a negative connotation. It's just basically very courteous. Courteous. That's it. Yeah, very courteous, very polite. She seems very, like a very nice person to, kind of different from the other health from other Hell's Kitchen yeah. contestants, even if they are like, thank you for the experience. Like very, I don't think she's very, uh. Egotistical. Like she doesn't. Also, she also doesn't seem like the, the closest connect. The closest comparison I can make recently, at least, was Krista from last season, who was like just seemed really kooky and very out of her depth, but like not really owning up to her mistakes. But like Vanessa was just sort of like frank about, yeah, I screwed up and it's, yeah, it sucks that I did. And 
you know, she did well. She did well for one or two. She did well for a bit, but like she wasn't like a hazard to the kitchen like Christoph from last season was, or like certain chefs on the other on the blue team named Kevin are this season. <laughs> ah, Kevin's a yeah. It's just too bad. Yeah. Either way, here's Vanessa. She was um she had a look of permanently being flustered throughout her entire kitchen service, but. She was pretty likable. I like yeah. her. She wasn't, become, she wasn't going to win, but what we got with her was good. Like, we pegged her as an early boot, and uh, she ended up being that, but it was a good journey. Yes. And uh, the, awesome. the the end of the episode has Alan calling all women trash. Oh. Just, just to just turn the entire thing around. Well, you know, as she is walking away, you can still see the writing on Kristen's jacket. <laughs> like, it's still there. Mm. I mean, I didn't doubt that it was. I wonder if they do their own laundry. Yeah, I, don't, like, I wonder if they do away. their own laundry. I... I, I think they do. I think they. I think they do laundry. They do laundry. It's been a punishment yeah. before. But I'm kind of looking forward to see how long that writing mm. will be there. Either way, next time Jackie is obnoxious. You know, Big as surprise. always, because apparently that's her thing now. I'm and uh, Momager Chris Jenner shows up, and apparently the preview suggests that she gets served something so vile that someone gets kicked off the show. It's probably a finger. That's been done before. So is though. that is yeah. that what is that why Andy's showing up in this? Is that where Andy's showing up in the season? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't get it. I'm impli- I'm implying that Andy um, has a finger chopped off. What are we doing to her? Well, she's not. She's not here. We can say whatever we want. She's not. She was in Cabo. I don't know what they yeah, did with her. She's in limbo. She's like. She's been. You know. She's one of the camera people. She's an executive. Produ- she's, she's an executive consultant who just sort of like stands. Like, oh my god. What is. What is Christina doing? <laughs> yeah. Until she miraculously comes back like Robert. I think Christina's doing a good job. As yeah, she's good. Chef, yeah. So far, in the third episode. Goodness, that's like a word. Mm. It, For those that's not Marianne, I guess. Yeah, because. true. Anyway, Black Jacket predictions, finally. We've got a... Um, who, my top six are Manda, still. Is your is Manda still on yours? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking... Uh, I'm thinking Jackie will be the... I'm, I think Jackie will make Black Jackets, even with her edit this episode, but she'll be like the uh, Robin or the Josh of this season, where she'll just be the first boot out of them. Yeah. Um, Danny is actually... Danny's... A, Especially like Robin. Yeah. Danny's actually gone off my estimations after this episode where she got the leadership thing. Yeah. Uh, Ashley is still there. She wasn't like given anything really negative this episode, so she might still be she might still be a contender. Worst that happened was that she was called a hooker. <laughs> I think. Boy. Anyway, uh, Hassan is like my, probably the top contender for the guys, and yeah. uh, I'm replace I'm making an executive decision to replace Jared with Eddie. Yeah, because yeah. Jared may be a leader, but like he doesn't vibe as a leader that's respected. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah. It's, it's sort of the same thing of like Allison from last season. Like she she did mm-hmm. vibe leadership at the start, but it didn't take long for her to be for the people to be like, oh, we don't respect we don't respect them. Allison, she makes mistakes, and and as such, yeah. she was the uh, seventh placer. Yes, there's always one of those contestants that flares up at the first start, but then it kind of yeah. dies down. We need someone that has a slow burn down yeah. season, or just. People that don't screw yeah. up a lot. So our black jacket predictions as of episode three are Amanda, Jackie, Danny, Ashley, Hassan, and Eddie. Go team. Yep. So uh, who do you think is going to be eliminated next week? Uh, sh- I mean, I mean, assuming that um, assuming that the uh, the Chris Jenner doesn't get served a finger and nobody gets kicked out because of their service, who do you think nobody gets kicked off the show because of their service? Who do you think will be eliminated next? Yes, I honestly think that I don't really know how long Meese will be around. That's just a thing. I just don't know how long she's gonna last. Same thing with Kevin. Kevin's um got Mace has gotten more of like a fight to her and more of a um com- a conflict edit yeah. rather than Kevin who's just been shot on 
from always until eternity. Okay. That's yeah. a, at least yeah. that's what I'm vibing. So I'm thinking Mace lasts a while as the, um, I'm thinking like the Monique role. Monique really didn't last that long, though. Well, not as long as people I would expect someone. For- I I'm was saying for- because, like, yeah. um, Mace took a while to step into that role, but um, so I'm thinking she lasts a little yeah. while, probably about, I think, I'm thinking she makes think, file 10, but no further. I think Monique was more hopeless than mm. Mace was, too. But, like, yeah, Mace- her conf- Monique's conflict sort of, like, started off straight out of the gate with Ramsey and uh, T and everyone else. I think uh, I think Mies just kind of doesn't gel with others and kind of leaves out yeah. things. It also it also rules her out as a winner contender because yeah. like you know leaders need to be respected and that's why Jared isn't a, isn't a black jacket anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we covered the entire episode. Yeah. Yay! There's enough red for all of it. Anyways, thanks for listening to our Yes Chef Hell's Kitchen recap podcast. Join us next week as we dissect the next episode of Hell's Kitchen. If you have any questions you'd like us to cover the next episode on the podcast, feel free to contact us via our Facebook page, Reality TV Warriors, or our Twitter page, at RTV Warriors, or contact either of us via our own Twitter accounts, at HeatherShort17 and at Y. Until next week, may all your Arctic char be hot, and may all your vegetarian reserves be treated with respect. See you then. Was that your bye? Yes, bye. <laughs> All right.